What up? It's us again. We're back. It's the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. That's Big Perk. I'm G. Yo, Perk, like, this is going to be a fun one. It, it For us right now, taping, it's it's Tuesday night. Uh, looking forward to this, this Clippers at Nets game, which I think is like the start of the NBA season. But when this comes out, it's going to be Wednesday for everybody. So we're going to give a look ahead to all of Wednesday's games. We got all the lines for those. And then we might even do some pick-ems for Thursday. Uh, you, we're definitely going to talk some shit about social and about, you know, I don't know, blonde people in Atlanta. We'll probably get to something like that. Uh, but um, Perk, say hello to the people, man. What's up? Dude, what's happening? Look, it's been nothing but drama, right, mm. in the NBA. And I'm all for it. I'm talking about Clay Thompson and Draymond trying to pick on Rodney Magruder, which I thought was corny. You had Russ, who had his breakout game. He's finally healthy. When that Kyrie and KD and the Nets went got the dub, you know what I'm saying? You got you got all this this stuff going. Courtside Karen, you know, Juggin got kicked out the game, lying on LeBron, capping on LeBron. Now she probably ready to shut, shut down on social media. Because look, I'm telling you, social media is wicked. If you don't have tough skin, that could send you to you know into a deep depression. You got to. Well, Especially if you're lying about your age on that shit and using baby doll filters. Like, come on, come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you, you're a free game. Like, we're allowed to take you on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. But, yo, we're going to get into all that and carry on because a lot, a lot of shit went down on Twitter, social uh, chaos last night and before. But you know what? Russell Westbrook is back. He beat the big three. I mean, Harden didn't play a lot in that game, right? And I think KD finished with like 37 or something like that, which leads me to, to say to you, you still think KD's going to put up a 50-burger in the next couple weeks? Because I don't see it. Even without Harden playing, KD had 37. I'm not dissing him, but shout out Russ, man. Yo, that that was an insane game. The big three is beatable. I'm just going to say that. They are. They are. And look, they think this is the thing. You cannot just go out here and say I'm going to outscore people. Like, you cannot be giving up 149 points in regulation and call yourself a contender. If you look at all the contenders across the league, from Philly to Brook, I mean, from Philly to to the Clippers to the Lakers, they rank high defensively. Like, they're not giving up a ton of points. Just look at the Lakers. Like, the Lakers at the Hawks, what was the score? Like, 101 to 10. What was the score last night? Let me check that. It was, it was like... It was 107-99 Lakers. Again, the Lakers held a team to under 100. 100 points. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't you can't do that. And, and, and the thing I didn't like about that game was I watched when Kyrie got hot in a few games in the fourth quarter. KD deferred to Kyrie and let him do his thing. KD had it going. But Kyrie... And Steve Nash didn't say, you know what, here, we're going to keep feeding KD, keep feeding KD. They didn't do that. So it was just like, all right, when like when are they going to turn the corner? Not just offensively, but defensively. Like, no rim protection. I mean, Russ was just getting to the basket at will. Robin Lopez had a semi-impact on the game. Like, uh, like what's really going on? And then you watched Jared Allen yesterday. He looked like Shaq for the oh. Cavs. Uh, yo, you said it when they made that trade. Why the hell they give up Jared Allen, right? Like, and then and then rumors of them trying to get JaVale McGee back. But man, get Jared Allen back if you can. It's crazy. <laughs> right. That was dumb. <laughs> but yo, listen, like about defensive player of the year, about defense. I, 
I wanted to just say this. This is, I don't know, just one of my dumb takes. The odds for defensive player of the year, they should just be even odds for everybody. Like nobody is playing defense. Uh, team defense, I know, and you can explain this, versus man-to-man def- or one-on-one defense, totally different thing because the Lakers play, play pretty good team defense. But like, let's see, defensive player of the year, yeah, Anthony Davis is is the favorite at, at plus 190, as he should be. The Lakers are, are, are really good defensively. So are the Rockets. We know that. But like... Rudy Gobert plus 300, Miles Turner plus 350, Giannis plus 750, Ben Simmons plus 950, Joel plus 1,000. It should just be even odds. I can't believe there's even a clear favorite for Defensive Player of the Year because nobody is playing defense this year. Nobody. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give a slight edge to Ben Simmons. Uh, and here's why. All right, because with Joel and B playing, he hasn't been impactful offensively, but defensively, he has been the anchor of that Philly defense. So I can't say he has taken on the challenge. Even when they played Boston, he was either guarding, you know, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown coming up with crucial steals. Like he, he's having an impact on the game, although his stats don't say the same, right? But yeah. I'm with you on that. And look, this is the effect of not having fans in every arena. See, fans get you hyped up to play defense. Like even in fans, even in even in Atlanta, I mean Atlanta plays zone. Like no, they, I mean I know I mean uh, fans or a particular fan in Atlanta. That yeah, was, like, was was LeBron hype or was he pissed? Yeah, you know, he was pissed. Like fans with no mask on in Atlanta, uh, like that that type of shit during the pandemic, right? Like and, and crazy. Braun said it best. Braun said it best after the game. He said it was. Her husband and I exchanged words. We let that be. And here she comes, buttoning men conversation. You know, I'm married. If my wife see me talking noise to another grown man and it's just competitive talk, you have to stay in a woman's place and stay out of that. Because then I guarantee you when she jumped into it, you know, it escalated. I don't even know the backstory of it, but all I know is is that she might want to shut down her social media right now, right? I mean, we're gonna get into some of the backstory, but I don't want the smoke from your wife like I don't want that smoke from Savannah James. I'm good. Like I'm gonna keep <laughs> I'm gonna keep my I'm gonna keep my mouth shut if I'm ever at a game like with my dad, aka my husband. Anyway, we'll leave that one there. We'll come back to that. But listen, let's talk about Wednesday's games. I know we're excited to watch Tuesday's games as they happen in real time. But Wednesday's games, let's do some perks picks. Um, and and from these games that I've picked out for you, Perk, I think we have some good discussion topics. And there's there's tons of games. There's tons of lines already up. But I wanted to get your take first on the Philly-Charlotte game. I don't think we have that line yet, so we'll get to some lines. But that one struck me as maybe like a trap game for Philly. And by the way, LaMelo Ball is starting now. He's Eastern Conference player of the, or rookie of the, of the week, right? So like now with him in the starting lineup, is this kind of a trap game for Philly? No, it's not. Philly is playing at an all-time high. That win that they got in Indiana was so impressive without Joel Embiid. Being down double figures and going get that win. Ben Simmons had a breakout game offensively. You add Joel Embiid back into the mix. To me, the Hornets playing well, and they have that one spark every game, right? That one player that sparked them, like Monk. He was phenomenal. He's not going to do that against Philly. I don't see – I see Philly beating them and covering whatever the spread is. Like, Philly is just playing that good. You can't break up that chemistry that they got going right now. Yeah, and look, we, we – 
we can we can set the line ourselves or we can I think we just wait for it because this one's so interesting. LaMelo Ball just gets his first start, you know, last night, uh, the night before last. Philly's on number one in the East and on one right now. Let's look at one that we do know the spread. And since we were talking about Atlanta, let's go ahead and get back into it. Dallas, Atlanta, Dallas, one and a half point favorites. What's your thought on that one? Do you like it? Uh, no, no, I'm taking Atlanta all day long. Take Atlanta with like Atlanta is playing winning basketball right now. Dallas is struggling to find themselves and they're not going to find it against the Hawks. Luca. Okay. He's putting up these stats, but nobody is really getting on him for not winning games. Like, we crowned him. He was the MVP favorite. Yes, he's averaging 29 or whatever, 27, 8, and 9. He's also shooting 29% from the three. Like, you got to have a winning mentality. Chris Paul just went into Dallas on back, like, you know, uh, on the two-game streak in Dallas and put Luke over his lap and spanked him good. Spanked him good. Like, turn back the hands of time. So, if I'm – I think to me this is a slam dunk. Trey Young is going to be at them. John Collins playing well. Shout out to DeAndre Hunter, who's playing phenomenal. Like they're playing great. Like the Lakers had to really, you know, buckle down and really go at them yesterday to pull that win off. Yeah, Cam Re- Cam Reddish was out there playing D on LeBron. Clint Capella at the rim. Danilo, little ga- like Gallo, just looks like he's having I don't know like a resurgence. Not that he's he was bad last season, but in his in his previous stops, it feels like he's right fitting in there. Um, mm-hmm. This one's fun because it's like Atlanta, you know, Trey, Dallas, Luca, the draft night, you know, swaps. Um, I'm gonna say something that I think is is uh, I think is dope. I don't have Luca on my All Star team. Sorry, I don't. And I I just don't. I know he's playing averaging 29 points a game, but that Ricky. does not mean shit in terms of winning games. For Ricky. what he Yeah, for what he's supposed to be doing, like his expectation is so high. Honestly, I what do we have 22 all-stars? So like if we I know it's like positionless now, but like or conferenceless, but let's say there's 11 western, 11 eastern. I don't have Luka in my top 11 picks on the west, in the west. I just don't. I don't have him. I don't either. Like especially as a starter. And people was mad at me when I put out my list and I had Dame and Steph in my backcourt, and rightfully so. Like, do you know how much heat Steph, LeBron, Dame, who else? Who, what other guards there in the West? Uh, just, I mean, just think about it. If they were on a seven-game Don- Donovan streak, Mitchell. Right. If they were on a seven-game losing streak, they would be getting killed. It don't matter what they stat line would be. They would say it's not converting into wins. So I have a problem with that because nobody is talking about that or nobody is holding Luca accountable except for us. So when we say it, it's like, oh, no, nah, here y'all go with this stuff, trying to paint this narrative. No, we gave Luca his flowers last year for what he did. But now, since everybody crowned him, you have to stand up and hold your end of the bargain up. And you cannot be on a seven-game losing streak. It looked frustrating. And look, Luca looked frustrated, G, but guess what? His teammates look frustrated with him as well. So yeah. it's like, when are you going to start not only looking at Luca, but when are you going to start looking at Rick Carlisle, right? Mm. People think my tweet went over their head when I tweeted this about two weeks ago. I said, Dallas been looking real suspect since they lost Stephen Silas. He was the man behind the scenes. 
And look at how well the Rockets are playing defense. Just saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to have to revisit that tweet. I think so. I mean, that's a that's a great that's a great tweet for carry on and just for your personal Twitter in general. That's just just that's brilliant. We should do more of that. Like, I love Luca. I love his team of people. I'm not this ain't personal. The ceiling is just so high. I don't have him in my 11 Western all stars or whatever. 22 total. All stars. That's okay. I don't. I'd, I'd, I'm putting Donovan Mitchell up there. Shit, if Devin Booker was healthy, I'd be putting him up there. I might have Chris Paul on that before I have Luca. I'm just saying in the West. Yeah, I mean. You got to think. So check this out. Four spots already taken because Anthony Davis and LeBron getting in. And then you got, you know for sure that that Kawhi and Paul George are getting in. And that's just in the West, right? Yeah. Joker getting in. That's five. Uh, Steph Curry. Dane Dollar. Um, shit. That's Don- seven. Don- Donovan, I mean... Donovan the, Mitchell has to get in. They're the best team in the West. Yeah, Right. Donovan Mitchell has to get in. Somebody off the Suns getting in. I don't know if it's Chris Paul. I don't know if it's Devin Booker. And I don't know if it's DeAndre Ayton. And, and here's why. Because you have to remember, the reserves are voted by the coaches. Right. The coaches go on players that impact winning. This is the reason that Bradley Beal was left out last year off the reserves and people was mad because coaches not only want to see you playing phenomenal basketball individually, but they also want to see is that translating over to W's. Right. <laughs> Listen, in the West, don't sleep on Christian Wood making the all-star team. Don't, don't sleep on De'Aaron Fox. Like, there's a lot of good players. Damn, if CJ McCollum was healthy in time, like at the right time, he he because he was playing at an all-star level before he got injured. So, oh. yeah. I think Devin Booker, it's tough because the game's missed, but and especially with the timing with voting. But yo, the West is tough. I don't know. I think Luca might be on the out looking in, but but anyway, for Wednesday night, yeah, Dallas is is the one and a half point favorite. Don't take it. We're going Atlanta Hawks, right? I'm going Hawks. All right. And then looking at some of these other games, you know what's an interesting one to talk about? I mean, we could talk about the Suns and Pelicans. Suns are two point favorites Wednesday night. Take it. No brain. And I was going to ask you about Chris Paul because I think he could be an all-star, right? I mean, he could be. He could be. I, I feel like if they're top five in the West come time, like if they're top five in the West, then they might be able to get two in. Yeah. Devin Booker is getting in. Like if they top five, Devin Booker is the first choice. Right. But you take that, right? Because I don't trust the Pelicans at all. No. And look, I, I get it. People – were fooled by the great commentary of Stan Van Gundy, you know, when he was announcing games and breaking it down. And people got fooled. People got fooled by GMs got fooled. Some of the people in the audience got fooled. But when they hired him, I said that wasn't a great hire. That was not the fit for Brandon Ingram and and, and Zion Williamson and Lonzo Ball. You needed a young coach that was going to let them rock. It's not... This is not a time to be running sets and, and cross screens and all that. Like, you got to get out and run. And free J.J. Reddick, again, like I said. Oh, we got a lot of free, a lot of, a lot, a lot. Of, we, we're doing that in, in the NFL and the NBA. But Stan Van Gundy can't turn around. It's, it's not even his full first year. Like, he, he might be able to get it right next year, year after that. Mm. No? I don't, I don't know. Like, like, I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know if Zion is a is a if you could win games with like a power forward slash center. 
And I tweeted this last night. Yeah. On draft night, G, you remember you was working at ESPN at the time. We was doing the jump. And I said on TV, I told Rachel and the crew that if I had the number one pick, I would really consider taking John Morant. But people got caught up in the highlight dunks instead of actually evaluating the talent. In a guard-driven league, John Morant is a winner. He wins games. Yeah, John Morant's going to make more all-star teams than Zion. I'm not sure if Zion ever makes one. I'll be honest. <laughs> Look at how long it's taken Carl Anthony Towns. You know what I mean? Who's a who's a legit big man. By the way, the West, we're without with without Cat. That's another seat right there that Luca could be in if he stopped bullshitting because Cat's not playing. Otherwise, he's a pretty much a surefire all-star. Anyway. Right. I mean, um, you, right. Shit. Yeah. You what? Look, I got some. I got. I before we keep moving forward, I got. I got some for sure locks. Okay. Let's go. On college. All right. On college basketball. Let me tell you. Okay. Right now, I'm looking at the games. And for Wednesday, right? Wednesday night. Wednesday. Okay. You take UMass against Fordham. All right. On Wednesday at 5 o'clock, take UMass. UMass is 13 and a half. They probably got to be up by 9 and a half. They're going to be up. They have a guy by the name of Trey Mitchell, who is a dominant big, can stretch the floor, have the complete package. They got great guard play, and they defend at a high level, and they got great camaraderie. UMass is an underrated team. Take them. Another team to look out for, take Missouri over Kentucky. Missouri just... Didn't play well. They came back and fought against a hard-fought TCU that was playing outside their body a week ago. I mean, a couple of days ago. They have a dominant big who's one of the best bigs in college that nobody talks about. I mean, he could flat-out ball, G. Uh, and and I would say take Missouri over Kentucky. That's a for sure a lock, in my opinion. And you got to take Bowling Green over Western Michigan. Bowling Green have a guard that's going to the league. So hmm. anytime you have a like you have great guard playing college and Western Michigan suck by the way like they really suck and the spread is only like twelve and a half so I would take them for the game I probably would take them for the half whatever be your choice I feel like it's a for show lock so I wanted to say that take that game for show hands down that's a no brain my f- my favorite thing you do is when you go take it for the half then take it for the second half. And then take it for the game. That's my favorite. That's the trifecta right there. <laughs> right. I love I mean, it so much. Because look, you got to get it all. You got to yeah. get it all. Don't leave nothing on the table. Finish your food. You might as well get it at the first half, get it for the game, and get it for the second half. It's a no brain. Yeah. Yep. All right. So you heard that UMass, Mizzou, Bowling Green, college basketball. We got perks picks for Wednesday night games. Take Philly. We don't have the line yet from Fandle. We'll, that'll come out shortly, but let's take Philly over the Hornets. It's probably not a trap game, even though LaMelo is balling. No pun intended. Um, Atlanta over Dallas. Dallas is the favorite one and a half, but take Atlanta. Bingo. What, what about Washington, Miami? You know what? I also don't oh. think that that line is out yet, but Washington, Miami is interesting. You said free Bradley Beal, but... Dude, Beal came out today and was like, I'm not going to ask for a trade. He's just going to stay there. I mean, maybe maybe they're riding the high off that win. And I don't know. Maybe that win could turn around their season. Yeah. Maybe they could run off 
eight games in a row. I mean, they got the backcourt to do it. So maybe Russ being healthy, they getting Rui Hachimura back. But I, I'm still to the point where I'm kind of like, ah, uh, I ain't really fooling with it like that, like with Bradley Bill saying that. Like, I love Scott Brooks. That's my guy. But I'm like, Bradley Bill, like, at, at what point? You have to realize, okay, Rustin went to multiple Western Conference Finals, Conference Finals, played in multiple, went to the Finals, all that near above. Like, when are you going to do what's best for Bradley Bill? And that goes to show me what advice are you getting from your agent? Well, we know what kind of advice he's getting from his wife because she keeps tweeting it out. Like, yeah, like, listen to her at least. She's telling you get the fuck out. But, I mean, I, I said this, though. Like, I just don't feel like that's his style. He seems like he's such a good dude. And, you know, he wants to stay in D.C. And he wants to to make it a winner there. And that's really tough to do. But it, it, it this brings me to the back to the Philly-Charlotte game because Bradley Beal coming out and saying, I don't want to leave Washington. I feel like Ben Simmons can sigh like a sigh of relief once again. He was in the trade talks for Harden. You think he'd be in the trade talks for Beal if he goes to Philly. So now I feel like this Philly-Charlotte game is going to be a fucking blowout. Like Ben Simmons is cool now. He's like, "Ah, I'm definitely not going to get traded. I'm not going to D.C. to play with Russell Westbrook to have the worst shooting backcourt in the league. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, he's going to hoop on LaMelo. That's what I think. Shout out to Ben Simmons though, by the way. Shout out to Ben Simmons for being a true professional not pouting, still going out there and competing at the high level, knowing that this is a business, still saying the right things in the media, still doing right by his teammates and his coaching staff, although his his name has been mentioned in multiple trade rumors, he's handling it like a G, like a player supposed to be. Shout out Ben Simmons. Yeah, and it's crazy because Ben Simmons is definitely one of the like top <laughs> 25-ish players in the NBA for sure. Like Ben Simmons is a legit star in this league nice. and, and and like could easily in a, when LeBron's out of this league in, in a few years, be our MVP. And, and his name has been tossed around in at least two trades in the past month. That's crazy to think of. That has to mess with your psyche, right? No, I mean, not really. Not when you have, not when you get mentored by a guy by the name of LeBron James and you could pick up the phone and call Tom call him and he's going to listen to you and Ben and give you the right things that you need to hear, not what you want to hear and keep you inspired. By the way, shout out to Doc Rivers because Doc Rivers also do a great job of making this, making, making Ben feel comfortable. Sam Cassell, man, we ain't trying to hear none of that. You with the Sixers right now and if anything change, let it change. But right now you part of this family. I know how Doc approached things. Yeah, you played for That's him. what I'm saying. Like, the leadership, G, the coaches and all that shit, it matters. Yeah. It matters. Like, Doc is letting – and this is why this team is having so much success. Doc is letting all those guys just be themselves. He's not putting them in the box. He's letting them run freely. All he's doing is holding them accountable on the defensive end. Shout out to Doc Rivers also because Doc did something that – I never thought I'd see him do. The only person that he has on his staff that was on his previous staff from any other team was Sam Cassell. He started all he started all over and started brand new. He went and got uh, Yoger as his head assistant, who's a defensive-minded coach who had that Memphis Grizzly team rocking, you know. And he went rebuild and said, "I'm starting over fresh. 
I got me a new set of assistants. This is how we rock. Shout out to Doc, man. Yeah. I mean, and and coaching matters, but coaching definitely matters when we're betting on games, like to cover, you know, like late game adjustments, coach, like coaching strategy. That shit matters, especially when we want to put money on a game, right? I mean, that's important. It, it absolutely matters. I'm going to tell you one thing that I would never do again. That's not in my stilo. I'm still learning this. I don't do well on over and unders. Like I can't, I can't nip that in the bud for the life of me because certain games I'll be looking at like, oh, this game going over. And then all of a sudden it goes under. Oh, this game supposed to go under and it goes over. I'm not good at that at all, but I am good at picks. And something is telling me, I don't know why, but I know we're recording on Wednesday. So hopefully, I mean, recording now for Wednesday, but I feel like the Clippers are going to cover tonight. Well, they're going to cover. I feel like they're going to beat the Nets tonight. Okay. Kawhi Leonard is playing some of the best basketball. Did you see like his player efficiency rating? Uh, yeah. His stat line, his numbers, Serge Ibaka, Nicholas Batum. And I, I got to apologize to the Clippers because I dogged them and was like, they lost in the offseason, but Nicholas Batum been an unsung hero for them. Yeah, and Paul George, I'm telling you, he's going to finish top three in MVP voting. I still feel that way, even though Kawhi's playing out of his mind. I, obviously, Kawhi playing well hurts PG's chances. But PG told us, he told us he was back to his MVP form. And here, here he is, and here, and here they are. And by the way, so fun fact, or you know, fun thing to, for, for tonight's game, for Tuesday night's game, even though by the time y'all get this, we will have had a winner and Perk says it's going to be the Clippers and they're going to cover. So we'll hold ourselves accountable. But for tonight's game, fun little player prop. PG has the fourth best odds at plus 440 tonight to, to lead in scoring. Kawhi Leonard plus 210. Like a PG at his MVP rate and pace, still only the fourth best odds to lead in scoring. That's crazy. It is, but look look at what they have on the court, though, G. You, you're thinking about Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kawhi. Like, Kawhi is getting buckets right now. And PG is doing his thing. But to me, PG doing a lot of the other things is what's taking him to another level. Like, his facilitating, his lob throwing to surge, him using the pick and roll, finding guys, like, Kawhi just looks to get buckets. PG is actually only not only getting buckets, but he's facilitating. So I can see why it's the odds like that because he's really like PG really is like the point guard of the team, to be honest. Yeah, but Kawhi two times more likely. That's crazy. Like, I mean, that's just it, it just kind of caught my eye. I think it, stuff like uh, it's fun. Stuff like that's fun. Um, <laughs> well, since you picked that, I'll, I want to do. Let's. I want to look ahead even to Thursday night's game. Obviously, we're not going to have the odds. You know, we'll get them. Fanduel's got our back there. But Thursday night, I just want to do pick them because th- I just I don't care what the money line. Like all that aside, here's what I think is going to happen Thursday night. You got the Warriors, Mavs on TNT. Take the Warriors. I, like obviously, we have to see what the line looks like. But I'm I'm going Warriors. I just cannot put my money on the Dallas Mavericks and on Luca right now. By the well, way. By the way, Luca is what plus seven fifty now for MVP. Remember, he was the favorite at like four, plus four ten, yeah. plus seven fifty, and LeBron bunny hopped everybody. I think LeBron, oh LeBron's plus three fifty now, down from plus five hundred. Crazy. That's, that's crazy. Look, it's to me, it's a it's a lot of for show lots. Okay, you got to take the Utah Jazz at the Hawks, right? 
To me, you take the Warriors. Steph never disappoints you. Never disappoint us on primetime games. Yep. You gotta, you gotta take. I'm not fooling with the Rockets and Grizzlies. Like that's gonna be a a battle. Both of these teams playing well. I think the Grizzlies won six straight. Rockets have won six straight or seven straight. Nuggets and Lakers lead that alone. Yeah, I was gonna say what do you, that's that's the nightcap on TNT. But another one I like is Blazers Sixers, and I, I'm taking Sixers. No CJ McCollum. Like it just and also like man, I don't, I can't bet against the Sixers right now. They're too hot. Well. Well, the thing I the thing I have a problem with is that okay, you're right, you're right. Take the Sixers. The Sixers at home, Dane Dollar by himself right now. Like Big Nurk is not there. Ennis Counter is just a flat out liability on the defensive end. You could just put him in the pick and roll. He just get kills every single time. So you take him on that one. Uh, Wednesday game. You also look. The Pacers been playing well, right? Yeah, but, Pacers, Pacers, Bucks, Milwaukee's uh, eight and a half point favorite. That's oh, uh, look, that's Wednesday night. Leave that alone, okay? Yeah. But also, this is a slam dunk. This is a slam dunk. And look, if this don't cover in the first half, I'm gonna give up my teaching. All right, this how for sure I am about this bet. The Spurs have been playing horrible against, like Memphis smacked them up. Is no way that they're not going to blow out the Minnesota Timberwolves on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. of my time. C- yeah. C- it's yeah. no way. If, if the Spurs don't cover just for the first half, it may be four. If right. they don't cover for the first half, I'm going to give up my card for about a week, Jim. We just not going to do this because oh. for sure I am about this bet. Well, then I'll, then I'll see you next week because we'll definitely be here because you ain't wrong. <laughs> Uh, right. Yeah, Spurs seven and a half point favorites Wednesday night against the the T Wolves, according to Fanduel. And you say take the half, but not the game, just the half. Just the seven. I don't know. I don't know if they'll beat them by eight. I don't know. I don't know if if I don't know if the Spurs could beat them by eight, but I know that they could be up about five at halftime. Like, you know what I think? This Utah Detroit spread is is twelve. Yeah, Jazz are, are 12 point favorites versus the Pistons. I you think, might want to take the Pistons. Oh, I was going to say, I think the Jazz could cover that. I mean, I think the Jazz are going to blow no. them out. Well, you know, the, the Pistons, for some strange reason, they get up for big games. When? You said when? Yeah. When did they do that? Against when, the Lakers? Yeah. I, I mean, they smacked the Lakers. I know it was with, without no AD, but they smacked them, G. Like, a smackdown. And I watched. I also watched the Pistons beat the Celtics. Like, for some reason, they get up and, and, and play well. Jeremy Grant, by the way, has been balling. Mike, what is, what is his most improved? Like, what are the odds on him winning most improved? Because I, I believe he's averaging like 23 points a game or some shit like that. Jeremy Grant? Yeah. Let's see. Let me let me make sure and check. Jeremy Grant balling. He loved he loved Denver because he said he wanted a bigger role and he's been doing that. Let me look right now. He's plus 145. He's literally like the, the favorite, him and Christian Wood. I'm saying he's averaging almost 24 points a game, almost six rebounds. Like he didn't up this thing. Like last year, he was averaging in Denver 12 points. Like he's doubling that. 
Damn. He's doubling that. Like he's balling right now. He's balling right now. So. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. I'll, you're right. Speaking of the Pistons, though, I know. Let's let's take a quick little break. We we got our picks. We'll recap them in a minute. We'll come back and talk some shit. Be right back. The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free. I'm talking about NBA in play. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA in play turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcomes of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game, giving you even more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA InPlay, so the action is always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use and it takes less than two minutes to sign up. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to because NBA InPlay is available in every state. Don't miss your shot. Get in the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA InPlay today. All right, after that quick break, we're back to talk some shit. We always carry on. We we get into some NBA Twitter and just, I don't know, shit that happened over the past couple of days since we've been gone. We we ended the last segment talking about the D- Detroit Pistons. You make a great you make a great point cuz I was hating on them that they can't beat anybody. They beat the Lakers, they beat the Celtics, but they but they lost to the to the Warriors. And that wasn't even the big story of that game. You took some you took some offense to Klay Thompson saying what he said about Rodney Magruder. And I just wanted to ask you, because I and I know you've spoken on this, it's it's hard to make it in the NBA. It's hard to to get into the league and then stay in the league, right? And so tell me how you felt about what Clay said. Well, well it was all over the place. First of all, you know, when Clay said that it sounded like it came from like a privileged kid. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't say certain things like that. Like it's extremely hard for guys to get drafted. It's like the average year of an NBA player is three and a half, four years. We know how hard it is for a guy that's like, you know, ranked from the 10th to the 15th man on the roster to fight for his job every single year. Although he's on a three-year deal. He went undrafted. Rodney Magruder went undrafted, have been to the the G League, made his way back up, and, and like, you know, my thing is, is that the last thing that should ever come out of someone's mouth is one, he's just mad because he probably won't be in the league next year or he on his way out when, you know, a guy's fighting for his job. Like, you just don't say that. Two, Big Baby. Big Baby is my guy. That's my homeboy. And I get he was mad at Clay, but I didn't like the karma saying that Clay was getting karma. That's why he hurt. Like, I didn't like that part either. I thought Big Baby could have delivered it better because that's not calm before as a guy getting injured. I don't feel that way. But I feel I feel Clay taking up for his teammate, but it could have been said better or word worded better. He could have came up with something not just to entertain the Warriors uh broadcast team who by the way was laughing and he hearing and ha ha like that shit wasn't funny to me. Like guys fighting for their livelihood. I was in the G League. So I know the struggle of getting that call or having to go down there and and not knowing if you're going to get that call and, and and battling out, practicing at churches and shit, you know, and doing stuff like that. Like, that's just not a good look for Clay. And I thought that just wasn't, that was real corny to me. Yeah, I mean, it did, it, what you're saying is it seemed a little enti- entitled. And I, and I feel you on that one. Like, it was, 
Yeah, like he maybe he was just trying to be funny. I remember Rodney Magruder it, what, like having a, a pretty damn good year in Miami a couple years back, right? And I remember actually playing fantasy basketball and having him on my squad and him helping me out. Like Rodney Magruder is not a scrub, you know what I mean? So whatever, and, and Clay is a Hall of Famer. But yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. And yeah, shout out Big Baby. Like, I don't think he meant that either. He was just trying to say kind of what you said. Like, right. he didn't, didn't agree with that. It was corny and entitled. Right. Just say that though. Don't 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 over go with it with the karma and he getting hurt. Like I, I wasn't rolling with that. Yeah. I hear you. Since we were talking about uh Western Conference All Stars, and I know that you know it's not quite that cut and dry now with how they pick all star teams, but I want to talk about LaMelo Ball for a second because he just got his first start. Ball time. Um, right. You've been saying that for a minute. Um, Eastern Conference Final Rookie of the Week. I'm going to say something. You can go ahead and keep your uh, LaMelo Ball Rookie of the Year. I think LaMelo Ball makes the All-Star team. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And, and by the way, LaMelo Ball is the runaway favorite at minus 125. It's crazy to win Rookie of the Year. I think LaMelo could make the All-Star team in the East. And we can go through well, who, we, who we like, but I think LaMelo could. Well, well, I'm gonna tell you one thing. If it if it has to come down to fans voting, he might just make it because he's a fan favorite. Like he's box office kid. People want to see this kid play. Like that's how exciting he is. So at the end of the day, not only do he produce and he's showtime, but he also make winning plays. Like I'm watching him dive on the floor, getting steals in huge moments, going grab offensive rebounds. Going to get defensive rebounds in there with the trees. Like, this kid is box office. And it's like, I guess, like, sometimes these coaches have these fucking egos that bothers the shit out of me. Like, quit trying to teach this young stud a lesson. Like, trying to mold him into what you want him to be. Because that's how you will find yourself without a job. This guy played in the Australian League. One of the hardest leagues there is in the world. Competitive as hell. Shout he out to NB- NBL. Yep. Yeah, he don't he don't fucking need you telling him that he needs to be molded into whatever he needed to be molded in. No, like, oh yeah, he need to cut down his turnovers before he starts. No, motherfucker, he's winning games for you. Well, and they yeah. don't run through that shit. LaMelo Ball is not Lonzo Ball, and I think that's what get lost. He's not Lonzo. So whatever happened with Lonzo, and if you think Lonzo is a flop, whatever, however you feel about Lonzo Ball, LaMelo Ball is not Lonzo. Give this kid a chance. He literally just started his career in the NBA. Let's see what he can do before we jump to uh, throwing him into a, a bucket that we're throwing his brother into, which which may, which may or may not be fair either. Yeah. No, it's not fair at all. And, and I, I just pray that Lonzo Ball get it together sometime soon, like, like I keep saying, we we gotta figure out what 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 is it he's gonna be. Like it's it's time for him to show the world, like, like what are you gonna be? I was what thinking you- about that. I was thinking about you saying that last time. You know what I think you know who I think Lonzo Ball should be like? Alex Caruso. Like there's no reason Lonzo oh, No, but gee, he was fucking number two pig. Like you oh. can't be you Okay. Can't, you can't be Alex Caruso, not the number two pig. You know, I mean, like, I mean, okay, you, if, if, you're gonna if, you, be that, if you're going to be that, that's fine. That's who you are. But you, that means that you're not a number two pick. And it's okay. But that, Yeah, okay. But we can't go back in time. He was picked number two. There's nothing we can do about that now. So now salvage your career. Find your identity. 
Why can't you play like Alex Caruso? Get the dunks, get the steals, make the defensive hustle plays. Lonzo can play defense. Like, have somebody like LeBron fuck with you hard. Like, Lonzo could have been that dude on the Lakers. I mean, I know he was involved in the trade for Anthony Davis, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like Lonzo could be that type of player, I guess is what I mean. And I just thought that watching Caruso play last night is, is why I think I thought of it. No, I, I'm with you on that, but it's just, it's just the point that I'm just like, at what point is he going to step up and show us what he is. That's all I'm saying. Maybe you're describing him. Like, maybe you're telling me, Perk, this is who he is. Don't expect him to be X, Y, Z. And I'm going to say, okay, cool. Like, can he be a John Morant? No. Okay, cool. That's all all I wanted clarity on. Like, I'm okay with whoever you go be. Like, if if you're going to be this, then I'm I'm cool with that. But I... I just want to know what's his identity. You know what? You, he, you know who he could be? <laughs> a guy you know really well, Rondo. Why can't he be Rondo? Have that type of career. Rondo made the All-Star game like four or five times. Well, Lonzo's still a young guy. I mean, and f- like forget, like throw the flop out of it. Like, is he a flop? Is he not a flop? Whatever. Like at this point, like he can still serve a purpose. We just got to figure out. And shit, by the way, speaking of the Clippers, the Clippers would probably love to have a guy like Lonzo Ball backing up, you know, Patrick Beverly, who's missed a couple of games. Reggie Jackson's playing well. So shout out to him. But like Lonzo Ball could be a great backup in this league. Who cares if he was the number two overall pick? That shit is over. Like, No, I'm, I'm with you on that. And I, I don't care either. Gee, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not. So I'm not I'm not debating you like Max, right? I'm not debating <laughs> you going back and forth like like right now. Don't treat me like Max. I'm just saying all I want to know is is who he's going to be. Like, okay, cool. If you're going to be this guy, I'm okay with it because I actually like what he brings to the table. I just wanted the clarity to say, you know what? Okay, he's not this. Yeah. So we won't be expecting this. I want your like when think about it for the next couple of days. I want your best player comparison. I say like a Caruso Rondo type. I want to know over the next couple of days who you think Lonzo should be like. Cause I, I'd be interested to hear who you who you who you think, right? Like that that's interesting to me. Um and I wish there I wish Vegas put out odds for who's making the all-star team because this is a fun conversation to have. It is. You know? Is. What, what okay, you're East. I think we've got we went through who we like in the West. The East, we know it's gonna be Giannis, KD, Harden, Kyrie. Oh, 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 oh. Ho, 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 G, hold on, hold all on. Right, hold all right, all right, all right. Hold on. Okay, who you got? The, the Nets are not getting three in, okay? We, we're not about to sit up here and do that. Like, you cannot be, unless they're the number one seed, okay, then they get three in. But if they are not the number one seed, somebody got to take the, the back seat because there's too much going on in the Eastern Conference and guys cannot get snubbed. Bradley Beal is leading the league and scoring at 35 points a game. He, he's got to be in. But so, so who, be, who, who, yep, Joel, the way that Philly is playing, they possibly could get two in. Like, you're mm. not – just think, if you're the number one seed, it's a strong possibility that you could get two players in. And beat and Ben Simmons? Uh, I don't know. But okay. I or Tobias Harris, he's playing great too. So, and beat just go at your starters. Here's my starters. Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, right? Kyrie Irving. I feel like he's getting voted in as a starter. I do. Kyrie Irving, um, Jalen Brown. As a starter. I love yeah, he's it. Yeah, averaging, he's averaging 27 points a game. 
I love it. And then, and then, and then probably you have Giannis rounding out that starting. Yeah, power, right? Giannis is Giannis is in there. Then you go to the Pacers. There's no way Sabonis is not being in an All Star game. Like it, it, it just it it's a no brainer to me. Like what about so, what about uh, Malcolm Brogdon? He's having a nice year too. Yeah, but I don't see them getting two in because they probably Trey Trey Young is getting in. Yep, Trey Beal. So, I think Zach Levine has got to be in this shit. Um, but it's interesting. So we think Harden is the guy left out of the of the trio in Brooklyn. Interesting. I, I mean, it's just it's like unless like just think about the teams that were getting three in at the time. G Golden State, they were like at yeah. the All Star break, they probably was fucking thirty three and six or some shit or whatever. And then you look at even look like the Boston Celtic team with the big three, like at the All Star break, fucking forty one and six. You know, like, those were the records that they were having in order to get three or four All-Stars in. They were like, it was the gap from first to second place was like eight games. Like, it was an eight-game margin. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what Brooklyn is going to end up at, by the way, since we're going a little in and and they're playing right now. Shout-out to the Clippers up 14-4. Shout-out to the Clippers up 14-4 early. Who said they weren't playing defense? You know Kawhi was going to be on KD heels like a pair of socks. Uh, maybe the Nets aren't playing offense. Well, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, Nicholas Batum got six of the 14 unsung hero, like yeah. I said. They got him for nothing out of Charlotte, right? He no, basically yeah. got... It, yeah. it was about, and they signed him to a vet minimum. What's the vet minimum? Two, no, 2.4? 2. 2. Yeah, 2.4 million. And I'll take that. 14-0, easy. 14-0. You know how many crazy bets I'd place if I made $2.4 million a year, Perk? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do some crazy shit. All right, so let's let's finish off with this because last night was fucking crazy in Atlanta. First of all, why are there fans in the stands? Number two, why aren't they wearing masks? Uh, and number three, I swear I thought former Senator Kelly Leffler was getting bought out in Atlanta. So why the fuck she's still there yelling at LeBron? Seriously, I thought it was her or her twin sister or something when I saw that woman who claims right. she's she's 25. But, yo, my question to you is because I know we've covered this a lot. Like, explain to me how fans in an arena help push a team to play defense or just give them the energy and, and this sort of being, I don't know, like th- this could have sparked LeBron, the Lakers. It seemed like they had it well in hand, but they, the Hawks were hanging around there for a while. Did did this woman actually like it light a fire under LeBron? Or is that type of shit, does that shit get in your head? Does that affect you and maybe you bring so, your level so, of play down? So this is this is what happened. So apparently it looked like she went to the game with her husband, right? Then they took uh, uh, some friends, right? Okay, so... Now you see where it's going. They get to the game. Oh, yeah, we got court side seats. Come on and join us. And then they get to showing off. It happens all the time. They shows off in front of their friends, and this is what happened. Then all of a sudden, they help out something, get a player attention, and the player fire back at them. And then all of a sudden, here goes the back and forth because they didn't cross the line and said something. Like, at the end of the day, this is NBA players. This is not a damn pet zoo. This is not, oh, you want to go see the giraffe? Here, come pet the giraffe. Or you want to go see? No, this is not this, okay? Let's get, these are players. These are human beings. Yes, you're going to watch the entertainment, but you have to remember that these are humans too. 
And you can't just say what you want to any and everybody. And I know something had to be said for LeBron to respond because yeah. he never responds in any type of fashion to nobody. To right. nobody. Yeah, right? no, but nobody rattles LeBron. Yeah. I mean, maybe she just had one too many Chardonnays, but like, I don't even want to give her that. Like, I think she's awful. That's what I think. And I think LeBron handled it so well. He totally diffused it and was like, ah, they shouldn't have even been kicked out. And we love having fans back and all that shit. But then got that. But then Loki was like, oh, I thought that was like a a father daughter combo. I had no idea that was his wife. Shay, Shay. Shay. And then goes on Twitter and just tweets one thing that blows up and actually kills, like, killed her. Like, courtside Karen. Yeah, that, that like shut it down. Just that one tweet. And it's just like, I know she just woke up like, ah, she had to. Yeah, I mean, I, like I, we've seen this before. It, ga- it gave me shades of like uh, Utah fans heckling Russell Westbrook. Like it just, there was something like disturbing to me about it. Um, maybe because it was like this, you know, overly bleach blonde white woman yelling harassing a black man like there was just in the south like there was just something about it that i i I know it was funny and i know people had had a lot of fun with it but i didn't like it one bit i thought that shit was ill it it was super ill and you have to understand more than a vote right the more than a vote the the election that just happened in georgia you know the senate runoff yep all that all that all that just happened so all that comes into play when you see that type of interaction. Yeah. And just think, like, LeBron was the head of more than a vote. And what was more than a vote? Getting people out there to vote to get certain people out of office and to get certain people in the office so that we could try to have justice fall, period. Amen. Amen. Like, um, so then I'm, yeah, exactly. And if she was mad about that, too bad, honey, you fucking lost. Yeah. Feel sorry for your loss today. <laughs> for real. All right. Well, this game is getting this game. Like we said, we're we're taping Tuesday, so we're watching Clippers Nets right now. It's a seven point game. Uh, Perks Perk likes the Clippers to cover this game, so we'll hold ourselves accountable when you guys hear this on Wednesday. We made our picks Wednesday. Um, we like Philly. Um, we like Atlanta, even though they're one and a half point dogs, right? To the map, to the maps. Yeah. Yep. And then in college, we like UMass, Mizzou, and Bowling Green. Absolutely. Okay. And then we on, on Thursday night, just having fun with some pickums. we think the Warriors are going to beat the Mavs. That game is on TNT. Yep. Um, and Nakers, uh, Lakers, Lakers Nuggets don't touch it. I think Sixers beat the Blazers. That's my last of the pickums. No, no, that's a great pick. Yep, yep. Don't say they can get yourself. You got to take it. Perfect. Well, tonight was fun doing this night shift perk because – Oh, you know what? I forgot. You, a late edition, you said you like the Spurs, right? That was one of the... Spurs. It's, 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 it's no way the Spurs are losing this game. And I, I'm, I'm projecting a smackdown. Like, yeah. It just came out bad losses to the Memphis Grizzlies. So it's, it's, it's just no way that I see them losing this game. I, I just don't see it. Spurs Wednesday night, seven and a half point favorites over the Timberwolves. And the Timberwolves without Carl Anthony Towns, it's just sad. Like, they just, it's, it's a struggle. It's tough for them. Um, Bryce Flash is like, I think, like, it was Anthony Edwards, like, yeah. Yeah, Anthony Edwards been shooting, like, over 45% from three over the last six games. So, you know, the rookie getting some minutes and getting getting his feet well as he should. He's a dog. The sky's the limit for him. So, shout out to him. 
but being able to get some minutes and actually doing something with him. He plays with a great tenacity that I like. Anthony Edwards, uh, plus 1,300 uh, to be rookie of the year. Do you think Carl Anthony Towns not being there is helping Anthony Edwards' chances at rookie of the year or hurting them? Um, uh, I don't know if you – like, you. he's going to – they're going to have to win games. Like, I, I just feel like right now with Anthony Edwards, like, think about it. James Wiseman, LaMelo Ball. Um, hey, Emmanuel, uh, Emmanuel quickly, plus 600 okay. rookie of the Emmanuel year. Emmanuel quickly. Yep. What's my, what's my guy from Sacramento? Tyrese Halliburton. Ooh. Tyrese is a uh, plus 390 now. Jumping you see up. what I'm saying? Like, yep. shout out to him. He's been playing, like, he's been playing phenomenal. Like, he's been in the clutch. <laughs> he's been in the clutch for them. Like, they're giving him minutes and he's producing and it's carrying over the wins. One of the Even first, because, yeah, one of the first episodes we did, I said, I don't think we're talking enough about Tyrese Halliburton for rookie of the year. You did say that. You did say that. I think, didn't he, him and LaMelo, they didn't just win it for the week. Didn't they win it for the month? Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. Some, they I, won, I both, yeah, they won rookie of the year. I mean, rookie, rookie of the month for both, you know, for the West and Eastern Conference. So, like, perk, perk weeks and months to, for me, it's all like mush now. I don't know what the hell today <laughs> is today, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We might I, as I, well tape and then talk about games Wednesday because I don't know what day it is anyway. No, I don't need, I mean, I just wake up, shit. yeah, right? Same, 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 uh, shit, different day. We're, I want to talk more next time about the Knicks. We'll do some all-stars. I love Emmanuel quickly. By the way, we could have the Nets-Knicks meet in the first round. Of all of the big three in, in Brooklyn, the Nets' big three, Emmanuel quickly is the Tony, the talk of New York. It's not even a Brooklyn Net that's the talk of New York. It's quickly. That's dope. I love well, that. Shout out, to, shout out to Tills for playing him, though. Like, that's the thing I love about Tom Thibodeau. He don't care about what the name is on the back of the jersey. He don't care where you come from. He don't care what status, what you're getting paid. If you come in and you're producing, he's going to play you. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, let's get out of here. <laughs> on, on the night that the Turner uh, Tuesday night doubleheaders are back, Tuesday night, shout out to Shaq, Lefko, Dwayne Wade, and Candace Parker, by the way. Candace Parker is now a member of the Chicago Sky. Man, I wish we could I wish we could uh, see some futures and some odds for women's basketball. Yeah. Hopefully we get that soon. I love that. I know she was like, hold on, they didn't made Derek Fisher the GM and the coach. I'm out. <laughs> well, that's all right. We'll, we'll save that for another day. We'll get into CP3 Derek Fisher next time. All right, Perk. Hey, the Betting Academy Hoops Edition, Big Perk G. Find us on uh, uh, Spotify under the Money yeah. Grab banner. Yeah. Check our socials at Kendrick Perkins, at Gina Paradiso, at Betting Academy. We'll be back again. Thanks, y'all. <laughs>